It's time for Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 200, season 8. Today's date is February 19th, 2023, and welcome to the show. And this is a very special show because we reached the 200th episode. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, I started this podcast in March of 2021. And so next month will be two years. So I'll do a special episode for the second anniversary. That should be about a month from now. And uh, that would be a lot of fun to do. It's too early to think of what I should uh, put together. (laughs) So on this special episode, I will talk about one one of our favorite TV shows uh, growing up in Chicago as children. Garfield Goose and Friends, and uh, I did a podcast episode about the the show. Uh, I don't remember which episode. You have to search it, and I touched on it uh, not briefly, but uh, pretty much. But uh, I'm going to do it again for this special occasion. Also, I'll talk about actress Raquel Welch. She passed away uh, a few days ago, and I'll talk about my memories of watching her. And uh, because uh, she was born in Chicago, but then she uh, moved to San Diego and then became a famous actress. Like I said, I'll talk about the movies I saw her, TV shows like that. And uh, she passed away uh, at the age of 82. So she was a very beautiful lady. Oh, beautiful. So uh, right now the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Crystal Light Mix, drink mix, that that is. And it features Raquel Walsh from 1987. And when I come back, I will talk about uh, this product. And uh, it's an interesting history of it. So sit back and enjoy, and I'll be back with the show. Thank you, everyone. Let's break. Am I thirsty? Is that okay? It's a beauty. How about a Diet Pepsi? No, thanks. Diet Coke. Are you kidding? Crystal Light Rocky? Now that's my diet soft drink. Crystal Light Diet Soft Drink Mix. 100% nutrious weight. Mmm, smooth and delicious. It's the one with a lighter taste. Crystal Light. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Crystal Light Drink Mix. Uh, this product was introduced in April in 1984. Well, actually, it was introduced in 1982 as a test market, but it was released in the public a couple of years later by General Foods. And now uh, it's still around, but it's now sold by Kraft. And it came... Uh, a lot of uh, it came first. It came in lemonade first, and uh, I remember the commercials very well <laughs> during the eighties uh, because uh, this the first commercial was uh, shown with not just uh, Raquel Welsh. It was with actress Linda Evans, who played Crystal Carrington on TV's Dynasty. And, you know, that, at that time, it was like, it, Dynasty was a huge hit. Very popular show. And uh, Linda Evans uh, also did a commercial for, I forgot what, um, some, I think a hair product or something like that. I don't know. I have to do some research. Uh, but she was in a gym exercising, doing aerobics, and then she was drinking a glass of crystal-like crystal lemonade. <laughs> And she did that for a couple of years. And then uh, not just uh, she did commercials, she also did magazine ads for that uh, product. And the next actress that stepped in was Priscilla Presley. Now, at the time, she starred in TV's Dallas. You know, she played uh, Jenna Wade. And uh, she was only there for a year. She did that. And then the next commercial was Raquel Welsh. And... Uh, so I don't know how many commercials uh, Priscilla Presley did or Raquel Walsh, maybe one or two, maybe possibly. And then you didn't, I didn't see it much on the television at all. So uh, so it was, it was with Nutrisweet, like that. So I've had it a couple of times. I remembered when it was uh, probably in the 80s, 80s, 90s. It was not bad. So uh, it's still around to this day it really is and uh let's see other flavors came well i'm not gonna read all of them because there's so many you know lemonade orange uh pink lemonade um let's see what else conquered grape fruit punch sweet tea uh strawberry kiwi uh, let's see lemon iced tea mixed berry etc 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 so I, I didn't really pay attention to this product when I go grocery shopping. It's there. So you can uh, find it in uh, your grocery store or Target, mostly Target, I would imagine, or Walmart. Or you can order on Amazon.com. You can have that. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I said, uh, I mentioned, excuse me, that uh, this, is, this is a special episode. It's episode 200. I will talk about Garfield, Goose, and Friends, and also actress uh, Raquel Walsh. Uh, before we get started, uh, I'll talk about uh, the program. How uh, I started to, uh, I was going to start the podcast in January of 2020. And uh, I went to uh, how I learned to do a podcast. I, I enrolled in a community college. Just took a class and uh, 
that's how I just started. Uh, you know, the funny thing is there were two classes, but the first one was canceled. <laughs> I guess not enough people. And I went to the second one, which is bizarre. I mean, I don't want to re-enroll, you know, for the first one, but that's okay. Uh, I got the basic idea. And it was very informative. I learned a lot. And then I learned online, did some research. And then, um, so I decided to launch it in uh, January 2020. As a lot of people, as a lot of people know, um, that didn't happen because I was diagnosed with prostate cancer in December 2019, and that put a hold on it. I had to concentrate on my health. That was too. It was too much for me. So I waited. I want to wait till I get uh, treated, and that took about oh, a long time. You know, almost a year. You know, to get back on my feet. You know, I had to go through the operation radiation recovery oh that was rough because 2020 was not a good year we had the pandemic there was all kinds of nonsense it was not a member it was memorable year but not a fun year i can i can tell you that so i wait till everything cooled down a bit so i decided uh in 2021 i would start in, in march and i felt much better back back then uh, at the time that is so i launched uh, the first episode i was very nervous you know i never done this thing in my life never i am nervous even i'm all by myself i'm talking to a microphone but uh i feel like there's people around me you know they're, it's all in my head but uh it's not true so I did that, and uh, it was a little rocky. You can hear the first episode. Uh, that's uh, like a pilot, and it's an introduction of what I'm going to discuss in future episodes. That is, excuse me. And as time went on, I got more confident, more comfortable. I'm still nervous now and then, and uh, I thought of more topics to discuss. I talked about uh, department stores, restaurants uh places that no longer are in chicago uh and also uh public figures uh that you know like local newsmen weathermen uh hosts of children's shows you know stuff like that i i did a four-part uh, episode of bozo circus where there for the 60th anniversary that was in tw uh, september 2021 which was very popular and uh, I'm still getting uh, requests from people. Why don't you talk about this? Why don't you talk about that? <laughs> you know, and I will, but there, there's so many. But sometimes I have a writer's block, well, like a podcast block in my head. It's called like writer's block. And I'm trying to think what I should talk about next. And I have to calm down and see. Because I don't want to do a podcast every day. I do one uh, usually on Tuesdays. Uh, if something comes up, uh, I would do it another day, and usually on the weekends, uh, Saturday or Sunday, I would do two or one, and because I have another podcast called TV Oblivion, and that's uh, that's about old TV shows uh, that are rarely syndicated and totally forgotten, so that's a separate one, and I started that one, uh, I'm not sure when I started exactly, I have to look it up, I'm up to 30, episode 30 that one so i'm doing very slow that one's taking so as for uh van chicago and stories 
it took a while to catch on, to gain an audience, and it has somewhat. Uh, a lot of people are discovering it, uh, mostly from my friends, uh, relatives, uh, people I went to high school, grade school, you know, grade school, high school, uh, places I went to work, I used to work with, also the media, uh, people that I uh, talk to on, uh, I communicate through Facebook and Twitter. They, they've told me they they like it. Uh, some people told me. They don't like it because I do a lot of um, 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 I do, but uh, I'm nervous. So, but a lot of people like it because that's the real you. You don't sound like a robot. You, you just don't, you don't read, you know, word for word, but uh, whatever comes to mind. And that's natural, very natural indeed. And uh, that's pretty good of that. And I intend to continue. You know, for the next episode, which will be 201, and it'll be a new season, season nine. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. So uh, we'll see what I'll discuss then. Uh, I have an idea, but we'll see. And then I'm having a ball. I, I, I love doing it. I really do. It's not professional. You know, it's just me talking. This this podcast is like a an old radio show. I've said that before. I have an introduction, I have the commercial, me speaking, and then the ending thing, which is Ray Rayner. So it's nothing fancy, you know. Uh, I could put sound effects if I, if I choose to. I don't know, maybe. But so far, it's just clean. Uh, sometimes I make mistakes, you know. Uh, if someone uh, sends me an email or, tech, or texts me, you know, this is not correct, and I try to uh, try to rectify it on the next episode, which I will. So just be patient and, uh, you know, be understanding. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm just an ordinary guy. I'm not an actor. I'm not a journalist. I am me, Picastanus. That's it. Who runs Van Chicago Land Facebook page for the past 10 years. That's who I am. Okay, let's get started with the show. But first, I'll talk about actress uh, Raquel Walsh, and then we'll get to the Garfield Goose uh, uh, topic because that's very, uh, very big and very popular. Okay. And uh, but right now, um, right now, I'll take a little break. I'll, I'll be back in one moment. Thank you, everyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I'm back. Uh, before I get started with Raquel Walsh, uh, I want to mention one thing. Uh, there was another actress that passed away. Her name it was uh, Stella Stevens. Uh, she's not really Chicago-related, but I used to watch her on television and the movies. Uh, 
in the theater, of course. Uh, one of her famous roles was in The Nutty Professor that starred Jerry Lewis. That is a classic. He's, that's not one of my favorite Jerry Lewis movies. Mine is Who's Minding the Store with the big vacuum cleaner in there. <laughs> and uh, she was, in, as in Nutty Professor, she was very good. I liked her a lot in that. And uh, I remember one of the Jerry Lewis movies was, it was called The Ladies' Man that came out in 1961. They showed that on Channel 9 one day. And uh, right after that, Nightbeat came on with Jack Taylor, who just passed it away recently. And he started laughing when he got on the air. <laughs> I forgot to mention that on the other episode. So anyway, so with Stella Stevens, I remember from Nutty Professor, also, uh, Girls, Girls, Girls with Elvis Presley. Uh, according to some uh, sources, she didn't enjoy the movie. She didn't like it at all. Uh, I don't know if it was Elvis or just a movie. I have no idea. Uh, and, of course, from the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, she was good in that. And she, she started in a lot of television shows. Lots of them. Lots of them. You know, Bonanza, The Love Boat. Murder, she wrote, Magnum P.I., Heart to Heart, you name it, she was there. She was busy, very busy. And uh, her son was Andrew Stevens. He's an actor, director. Uh, he used to be married to Kate Jackson in the 70s. I remember that. That was a big deal back then when she was in Charlie's Angels. So she was, uh, so Kate Jackson was her daughter-in-law at the time. And uh, I didn't see her much acting later on. And then she passed away February 18th, 20, uh, 2023. Yeah, yesterday. So that's a shame. You know, she was, uh, she, she was very pretty. Very pretty acting. Very good. Okay, so now for La Raquel Welsh. Um, she was born Joe Raquel uh, Tejeda. Got that right. And uh, she was an actress, model, and she was born in Chicago. And uh, her father was Bolivian, and her mother was English. And uh, then she they moved to, to San Diego when she was two years old. I don't know where in Chicago she lived. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know, north side, south side? Who knows exactly? And... Uh, she probably didn't remember much about Chicago that much. And uh, in this, she started acting and she got bit roles. Uh, one, of the, one, of the, one of her first roles was, uh, was on the sitcom Bewitch. And she played a steward, airline stewardess. But she didn't see your, her face. You only saw her back. And I remember that episode. And... Uh, she did other uh, acting roles. And then her first movie was, uh, not her first movie. Actually, she her first movie was uh, A House Is Not A Home from 1964. And then about with Elvis Presley. She was in that. And uh, I, I saw this movie and she was dancing and singing. It was a lot of fun. That and uh, other roles she was besides Bewitch on television, Mikhail's Navy's The Virginian, and she was on the she was on the Hollywood Pal uh, Palace as the billboard girl as a billboard billboard board girl, excuse me, and a presenter. 
she auditioned for Marianne on Gilligan's Island, and uh, she didn't get the role. Don uh, Don Wells got the part, and then the next she started in a beach movie called A Swing in Summer. She did that, and then she, uh, she her first movie was Fantastic Voyage. Uh, 1966, and uh, that made her a star. Also, what made her a bigger star was one in 1966 was one million years BC, and that was uh, I, I've seen the movie maybe once or twice, and uh, well, it's not Oscar material, but it was good, and that put her on the map, you know. But then she became a, a pinup girl, just like Farrah Fawcett then she started more movies and then in the 70s she became very famous there was a movie called fathom f-a-t-h-o-m from 1967 i remember this movie they advertise this on channel 9 and w wgn tv all the time and i watched that like at 10 at 10 30. and she was great in that and uh let's see what else uh then she was in uh lady in cement also, uh, 100 Rifles that starred uh, Jim Brown, you know, the football player, and Burke Reynolds, and uh, like that. And also, uh, Myra Breckenridge, that was a controversial role. You know, that really was like that. And uh, there were more roles coming up. Uh, one of my favorite movies was The Kansas City Bomber. I liked that one. She was great in that. And uh, let's see, and then the Three Musketeers, and uh, then she uh, did some work. She did a few television roles. Uh, one famous, she did the Muppet Show. She did. Uh, she was in an episode of Mork and Mindy. I remember that one. That one was hilarious. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Let's see, but uh, I remember one TV movie she played. It was called The Right to Die. She was stricken with Lou Gehrig's disease. And they, and that was, she did, she played very well in that. I liked her a lot in that. Also, uh, the last role, well, not the last, she was also in Seinfeld. Uh, it was uh, the episode in season eight finale called The Summer of George. You know, I saw that. Also, one of my favorite roles was she was in the, uh, the sitcom Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She played one of Sabrina's aunts. She was only there for one episode. I wish she came back because I liked her. And then she came, uh, you know, she did some, and uh, she performed on stage. She did that. She did Victor Victoria. Uh, she did uh, Woman of the Year to fill in when Lauren Bacall uh, was sick. And then she was, uh, when so that was, that was great. And then when I found out uh, that she passed away uh, a few days ago on February 15th, uh, I was shocked. You know, that was, that was a big shock. That just came out of the blue. So uh, she was very sick for a brief time. We, we don't know why. So she has two children. Uh, her daughter, Tawny, I think that's how you pronounce her name. I remember her from Falcon Crest, also in the movie Cocoon. So she was good in that. Okay. So her... TV role, TV work, and her movie work, movie work will live on forever. You know, 
She was very also she was on Rowan Martin's Laughing. The uh Dick with uh Dan Rowan Dick Martin. Dick Martin wanted always talked about her. <laughs> wanted her to be on the show. And she did come on the show in uh nineteen seventy one. And uh, she was hilarious. My favorite part was she was with Ruth Buzzy, who played Gladys Omfrey. And they both dressed up like Gladys. <laughs> and, they, and they hit each other with the purses. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. That really was. She was a good sport. And lovely lady. All right. Now we go to Garfield Goose in France. Oh, we got a lot to, a lot to cover. So here we go. So this was uh, a children's television show. It aired from 1952. Uh, well, yeah, 1952 to 1976. And uh, I'll give you a brief history of that, and I'll tell my memories of watching the show. And uh, so it was hosted by Fraser Thomas. He created the the character. Uh, he, not in Chicago, but in Cincinnati, and uh, he was hosting a TV show. And uh, whatever, he got the idea, uh, there were three ideas, but uh, I think this one made sense. He saw he saw some uh, Catholic nuns with a sock puppet in the form of a goose, and which they invited children to feed the goose, and he... He wanted to do that, uh, so he wanted to create a television show, so he created uh, the name Garfield. That's how Garfield Goose got, uh, was born. The name Garfield got it from the TV station Telephone Exchange at Cincinnati at the time. So uh, in 1951, he moved uh, to Chicago. Uh, it was on WBKB, which at the time was at Channel 4. I know it's channel. It's the CBS affiliate. That's channel two. Uh, Garfield Goose appeared on a another uh, at a, another TV show. It was called Petticoat Party. Petticoat Party. Fraser Thomas hosted that show, and uh, the last for uh, I don't know how long it lasted. Maybe a year or two. I think just a year. I imagine. So uh, they offered him a show, and he got his own show, and it was called Gar Garfield Goose and Friend. The other puppets were not introduced yet. So that premiered on September 29, 1952, and the, uh, with the puppeteer, was, his name was Bruce Newton. He was the puppeteer. And uh, it was a big hit. It just uh, took off. It, it was very popular. Uh Frazier Thomas did not wear that familiar, uh, like, Admiral's outfit. He just wore a suit and tie, and he just spoke to Garfield, <laughs> just like that. And, uh, but uh, later on, uh, he became, first then he wore the suit on and became Admiral, and then he became his Prime Minister. So Garfield Goose was the king of the United States. Pointer today, so uh, you can understand that. <laughs> like that, and uh, let's see. So um, uh, while the show was on, they had the uh, there was a book, and he uh, Frazier Thomas uh, collaborated with uh, 
Roy Brown, who played Cookie the Cook on Bells the Circus. He put it together and he did the illustrations of that. And it's kind of, I've seen the book and it's kind of cool. Like that. I know they were uh, coloring books uh, uh, during that time. They market that. There was Garfield Goose shampoo. It was shaped like a goose. Always, have you seen these on eBay or other uh, auction sites? You would uh, they have them for sale, and they're very rare, uh, depending on the condition. Uh, as the show went on, there were more characters added. Uh, first, there was uh, Garfield's. Uh, let's see his. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, he had a nephew. His name was Christmas. Chris Goose. You know, so I get confused because there's a Gus Goose, but Gus Goose is Donald Duck's cousin. <laughs> so I always get that. That's not him. Like that. And they were from a town called Goose Jaw, Saskatchewan, loosely based on Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, and wintered at Goose Bay, Florida. Isn't that funny? Like that. Uh, there was a character that appeared earlier. He it was a monkey. His name was Geronimo. And then um, he didn't stay very long. He, he was there a lot. I don't think a lot of people remember him. No, not really like that. And then uh, when when WPKB TV uh, channel uh, four, then it, it was sold. It moved to channel seven. That was WENR. And then the channel four station moved to channel two. And then uh, it was only on Channel 7 for one year. That was it. And let's see. So, yeah, about yeah, about a year, maybe a year or two or something like that. And then, uh, and then it moved to WGN um, in 1955. And then the uh, this was set in a castle. Of course, uh, Garfield was uh, the king of the United States. And, of course, uh, Fraser Thomas became the prime minister. And the set was uh, inside the castle. I remember, everyone remembers the set. Everyone does. It was uh, so Fraser Thomas sat down and there was the uh, like the counter like that or a platform. And then the beginning of the show was... Uh, he would say hello, everyone, and then uh, Garfield would pop up, and then he would just uh, clack, clack with his beak and his, you know, his bill. You know, that's how they come. That's how he communicated with Frazier. You know, Frazier Thomas was the only person that spoke on the show. The puppets did not say a word, nothing. And uh, so it was a big hit, and uh, I don't know what time it aired. Uh, probably in the afternoon. I don't think in the evening. No, I don't think so. And then, uh, so there were more characters introduced. There was uh, Robert Rabbit. Uh, he was from another show, a ch another children's show called Quiet Riot. And then they moved him over here, over there to Garfield Goose. And then I think it uh, It was now not Garfield Goose and Friend. It was Garfield Goose and Friends. They just pluralized the title. Also, there was uh, the Bloodhound. 
He's one of my favorites. Beauregard Burnside III. He was chief of uh, Garfield's Secret Service. Uh, he was the laziest per, uh, dog you ever saw in your life. <laughs> and uh, he was always sleeping. So uh, he was always sleeping or while he was, while he he appeared on the show and he was, uh, he was, and Frazier Thomas was talking to him, he just dozed off. So the, the only way you would wake him up and he would call out uh, or lift up his ears, you know, or, you know, whisper in his ears or yell in his ear, he would say hot dogs, hamburgers, spaghetti and meatballs. And that woke him up like that. <laughs> I love that part. I love that. I really did. I, when I, I looked, I looked, when I was growing up and watching the show, I was looking forward to see Beauregard and waiting for him to fall asleep. And Frazier Thomas would say that uh, famous uh, line to wake him up. It's, it's kind of cool. It's uh, very nice, very endearing like that. Okay. And the other one was Macintosh Mouse. Macintosh Mouse. He was in charge of the castle mail room. So uh, he was cute. He's a cute little mouse like that. And uh, he was very helpful. And uh, I remember at times when uh, Frazier Tom asked, uh, Macintosh, is there any mail? He brought some mail up and did that. Also, uh, we also had uh, his nephew, Chris Goose. He was also Christmas Goose. That was his name. Also, Mama Goose. That was Garfield's mother. She came to visit all the time. Actually, you know, actually, that's Garfield in, in a gray wig with a shawl and glasses. <laughs> but when we were kids, we thought he was, uh, we thought a Mama was another goose. Much, uh, but it's in reality, it was really Garfield. Also, uh, before I go on, uh, there were puppets on sales, you know, real like Garfield Goose. So you can, I don't know if these were sold in stores. I think they were. Uh, I don't remember exactly. I never owned one. I wish I did. You can find those on eBay, uh, probably, if you're lucky. And, uh, Sometimes uh, uh, Frazier Thomas would not understand uh, what the puppets were saying, especially Garfield. So Garfield will go down to his castle and type a note on his typewriter. And you, he would go down there, and then you would hear the sound of the typewriter going, ch -ch 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 ding. <laughs> and then he would bring that up for Thomas to read what he said. Most of it's good news. Most of it's not bad. And uh, sometimes Frazier Thomas would uh, tell, uh, sometimes Garfield would do something bad or something, uh, I don't know, not unethical or wrong. He would, uh, and then Frazier Thomas would sort of admonish him. With that. He says, no, don't do that. Please do not do that. Why did you do that? And uh, Garfield would get infuriated, and then he would bite him on the nose <laughs> or bite him on the hand. And he, his beak was long, and we'd do that. And then sometimes he would, uh, bite, uh, like, do this on the side. You know, he would turn his head and just bite him <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then he would leave in a huff and go down to his castle. And he would stew for a few for a while and then come back and everything's forgotten. Man, that was kind of cool. 
It's funny like that. Okay, right now I'm going to play the introduction of Garfield Goose. This is the theme song, and this features uh, Mama Goose. And this is courtesy of uh, the Museum of Chicago uh, Television, Fuzzy TV by Rick Klein. And uh, this is uh, Frazier Thomas talking to Mama Goose. And they're discussing about the weather. So one after this is played, I'll talk a little bit more about the show. Thank you, everyone. Nice to see you today. Thursday morning, 14th day of March. Right. And I don't know if March has been pretty good to us so far, hasn't it? Hasn't been too bad. Not too bad. But you know what they say, when it comes in like a lamb, it may go out like a lion. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction of Garfield Goose and Friends. That is uh, Monkey on a String uh, by Ethel Smith. And uh, that's from a, an old record that that's a familiar theme song. Uh, when you, just like me, when, when I was little, you would hear the trumpet blaring and you hear that song come up and then they showed the credit, they showed the title of the show and you're on your way to, uh, to Garfield Goose's castle. Oh, what's beautiful memory. You know, I watched the show, uh, regularly uh it was on 8 30 in the morning but the thing is uh i didn't watch it much because during grade school uh the school bus came to the house and i had to leave you know oh that was hard you know my mom's yelling my mother was yelling at me you gotta hurry you gotta pick up. i was so hypnotized and mesmerized by the show i didn't want to go to school you know and there were days off or when i was sick I would turn on Garfield Goose right after Ray Rayner and I would watch. Oh, what a beautiful time. It was beautiful. I loved it. And uh, after they played the theme song, then Frazier Town would say, you say, good morning, hello. And then Garfield, either Garfield Goose was there or Robert Rabbit, whoever it was. And he would, he would describe what's going to be on the show today. Uh, what's on the schedule. Uh, some of the segments he had was, uh, let's see. Oh, okay. He had, uh, here's one that a lot of people have forgotten is the magic hands. And they were like a pair of hands and they, and these pair of hands perform magic tricks or did like that. I don't know whose hands were there. Some say it was Marshall Rodine, you know, who played Wizzo on Bozo Circus. Maybe, uh, I'm not sure. I can't confirm it, but I do remember that. I remember some hands seeing that. Also, uh, we have the hobby corner. That's uh, when children are, uh, they send in letters uh, to the show and they tell them about their hobbies. And uh, so they invite them on the show live, you know, with Frazier. And they uh, perf either perform their hobbies or they, they have them on display on a table and they tell them about that. That's kind of cool, like that. And uh, that is uh, educational and fun to watch. Also, uh, we also have 
the little theater screen. That's one of my favorites. So uh, sometimes when Frazier is talking to one of the puppets, like for example, uh, Garfield or uh, Mama Goose or Robert Rabbit or uh, Macintosh uh, Mouse or any of the guys, they would bring, they would go down to the castle, bring the little theater screen, and then Frazier would just uh, hook it on the like the counter, like the like that. And he goes, it's time for to watch. And then he would say, this is what we're going to watch right now. And uh, one more thing. Uh, there was a doorbell on the, there. And I remember seeing that. So uh, if when Frazier is there and there's no one around, he would ring the bell. And he, would, uh, who, who would, he wouldn't know who would pop up. Usually it's Garfield. But it could be anybody else. Also, there was the bell. Uh, I think Garfield rang it for, for some reason. I forgot why <laughs> or anybody did. I think it was Garfield's uh, that did that. Anyway, uh, for the little theater screen, uh, some of the, uh, car- it was, they showed cartoons or, uh, mostly cartoons. Uh, of course the most famous one of all was Clutch Cargo, which a lot of people were fascinated by the show with the lips. <laughs> And uh, that was one of my favorites. And uh, they showed in a few minutes of that. It was serialized, so you couldn't wait to watch the next show after that. And uh, it was a Clutch Cargo with Splinter and Paddlefoot. And uh, you can find those on DVD. Also, they show. I remember, I'm trying to remember which cartoons I remember watching. I remember Sinbad the Sailor. That was from Hanna Barbera. Also, the Mighty Hercules. Uh, let's see what else. Rocket Robin Hood. I remember seeing that. Yeah, he was there. Uh, let's see what else. Also, what's uh, another famous. Uh, program they showed on a little theater screen was the movie journey to the beginning of time and that was a movie it was a science fiction movie from 1955 in color and uh some czechoslovakia and well when we watched it we had no idea it was from there and uh that was fascinating and it showed uh it was like Jurassic Park <laughs> in those days. And but this movie, like I said, it's from the Czech well now it's the Czech Republic. So they dub the dialogue and the, the the actors and it was really a movie, but they edited so much, you know, in a few minutes. And then uh, I think uh there was an off uh there was an off-air announcer or something like that. You know, be sure to tune in next time for Journey to the Beginning of Time and like that. And he, he was the same guy who did that in the beginning where it left off. Oh, I was mesmer. You know, people were like on the edge of their seats watching this, <laughs> including myself. You know, and a lot of people loved remembering. And then later on when everyone, like me, everyone got older and realized, no, nah, this is a movie. It was from... Uh, you know, a real movie like that. So uh, once uh, videos came up, came about, people bought the the entire movie and watched it as is. 
maybe they're disappointed because it's not like what we watched on Garfield Goose, but this was the actual movie. So uh, I, I never owned the movie. So I remember seeing the journey to the beginning of time. I was enthralled like by that. Oh, had great special effect. It was at the time it was, it was stop motion, spatial effects. Ooh. And uh, it was kind of cool. It really was. So let's see what else. Uh, I don't know what else he presented. I can't think of the top of my head. So yeah, but oh, the Pink Panther. He showed that. Yeah, at times. Uh, I think he did show on Ray Rayner, but I think he, I think Pink Panther was shown on the on Garfield Goose at times. Like, uh, yeah, because Garfield Goose would never show uh, Warner Brothers cartoons or anything like that. Frazier Thomas didn't want uh, like violence. Not not really. Uh, that was for that was reserved for Ray Rayner for that. Okay. So uh, as the show went along, giving you know it was a huge hit and all that, and then um, in 1976, uh, Ned Block, who was a ringmaster Ned on Bozo Circus, uh, decided to retire. So uh, for, then uh, Fraser Thomas uh, they take in the role as circus manager on Bozo Circus. They kept the show on for, uh, so the show was still on in a way. Yeah, it's, it was still on until 1976. Yeah, so he was doing two shows simultaneously, and then they just canceled it. So, And then uh, the puppets moved to Bozo Circus. They didn't stay very long, in the, and then because Cuddly Dudley came. <laughs> and so... Uh, so Frazier Thomas focused his duties as the circus manager of both the circus. You know, it was a shame because uh, I miss I, I remember seeing Garfield Goose on both the circus. I really did. You know, and now the puppets are in the Museum of Broadcasting Center in downtown Chicago. If you care to visit, they're on display. Help yourself. I haven't visited yet. I would love to. I would love to see that. That'd be kind of cool. And then uh, Frazier Thomas, uh, became the manager, the circus manager of Bozo Circus until 1985, and then he had a stroke, and then he passed away. This is a shame. Uh, there are not much tapes of the show. Uh, now there are a few on YouTube, if you like to listen, or, I mean, watch, you know, and just watch if you'd like. And uh, But it's a great memory. It's one of the greatest memories of uh, growing up in Chicago as a child. And uh, when you start watching the show, you enter another world, a beautiful world. And uh, Frazier Thomas was your friend. He didn't talk down to you. He just uh, made you feel good. He really did. And uh, the show lives on through our memories. It really does. Okay, so that's it for the program for episode 200. And uh, so I'll do a quick recap of what I discussed. I talked about uh, actors for Cal Welsh. I mentioned about actress Stella Stevens. Also, I went a little more in depth of Garfield Goose and Friends, a TV show that aired on WGN TV Channel 9 in Chicago. So uh, that's it for two, episode 200. Oh, I reached this milestone. Can you believe it? 
Okay. So the next episode will be 201, and uh, this will be season nine. It's the first show of that. I will probably do one. I don't know if I'll do one Tuesday, maybe uh, this next weekend. We'll see. You know, and I'll think of what I'll talk discuss. So once this podcast will be published, it will be available wherever podcasts are available. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Breaker Overcast, Amazon Music. Uh, a lot of people have commented, "Where do I find my? Where do you? Where do I find your podcast?" And you know, I will post this using YouTube when I when I get it ready uh, this afternoon. So you can click on Facebook and Twitter or any social media media account I have. Also on my blog, the Chicago blog, it'll take you directly to YouTube. On my YouTube channel, which is Van Chicago Land Stories. Maybe the, I'm going to try that. Maybe it's easier that way for most people. Uh, I, there's no specific time. So uh, once you get to YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel, that is, you can subscribe and you could be notified for future episodes. You know, that is uh, more coming. Also, also on my uh, apps, you can do that too. You can subscribe. Okay. So this is Pete Costanis, your host of Van Chicago Land Stories. Thank you again for joining me at a wonderful time. Everyone have a wonderful day. It is gorgeous out. I can't wait to go out for my walk uh, this afternoon and get some fresh air. So here's bye-bye for me. And here's bye-bye uh, from Ray Rayner with a little traveling music. So uh, take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.